I actually had a breakthrough. Because a couple of other times, because honestly, right, DMT, when it hits your your brain and it causes the chemical reaction, immediately you build up a tolerance to it. So the next time you take a hit, you're gonna need to get you're gonna need to get twice the dosage in order to get the full effect. Right? So that's why I didn't know this at the time because I've only been the couple of videos I sent you, Cupcake, um, state this shit. But I only recently found this out while I was in Hong Kong because I was watching videos on this. Well, I was watching a bunch of videos on all kinds of shit, but mainly drugs. That's how it started. Yeah, and I watched him do it twice. Yes. You're not supposed to do it in a row. You can. I will, oh, you're not hitting the, this, huh? The video that you showed me exactly said that it was like once a week or something. Whatever. Anyways. And he did it two. Joe Rogan says. So that basically he's, six hits. Joe Rogan said that he's done it back to of back. DMP, and of he's DMT. been fine. And I'm, I've, I'm fine after it too. It's not like it's going to be bad. But anyways. You want me to finish it for you? Yes, clear that. So, the first time I experienced I experienced uh, DMT, my I was in... Tag team before. Yeah. More water? Oh. Just a second, let me... You good? Yeah. Right, so. First time I did this was... Uh, just kind of on on a whim. My I was chilling at the homegirl's house. I had hit her up. She wanted to smoke, and then we were chilling in the garage. We had just gotten done just having a nice little sesh. We were watching the movie. Um, have you seen the movie Kung Pao? Chicken. No, <laughs> Kung Pao. Uh, it's like a satire movie of martial arts. But anyways, we had just got done watching that stupid movie. It's like old. And she had told me, she's like, hey, my buddy, and coincidentally, his name's also Nate. Um, he's told me, hey, um, my buddy here probably has some DMT if you want to try it. Because she knows that I'm all into, like, hallucinogens, and I like doing mushrooms and fucking weed. I've done acid a couple of times. So I was like, fuck it. I've done ketamine also. So she's all like, um, you want to do some DMT? And I was like, you know what? I've been hearing a lot about it. I didn't even know that you rode like this, but... You know what? Count me in. But I was like, hold on. But how long is the high? Because I was expecting something like LSD, maybe mushrooms, where it's a couple of hours. But but it, it was a. She told me it's only a couple of minutes. And I was like, oh word. Well, if it's only a couple of minutes, then I'm I'm down. You know, I got a couple of minutes to spare, so let's do it. So they told me, they kind of just gave me like the warning. You know, told me like. Uh, this is what you're gonna experience, and don't don't trip out. I was just like, well, I've done other stuff, so you know, I don't know. It's probably not gonna be that bad. Yeah. All right. Why were you stopped? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, they sat me down, they're like, just get comfortable, relax, and uh, they told me, this is what you're, how you're gonna hit it. It's like, they packed me a bowl my little bong and he's all like just take three hits three long inhales he's like inhale it once hold it for as long as you can exhale hit it again and he's all like and when you're hitting it the second time you're gonna start seeing the visuals 
and I was like, and he's like, so just, just don't, he's like, whatever you do, take the third hit and then do the same thing on all three hits. I was like, all right, for sure. So I hit it the first time. I'm just going to hit it now. Oh, I like the visual metaphor. <laughs> Inhale and then just held it. And then subsequently, he's like, don't even breathe in anymore. He's like, as soon as you exhale, he's like, immediately hit it again. He's like, don't inhale any oxygen, nothing. Just immediately start hitting it again. And I was like, all right, for sure. So literally, as soon as I exhaled, I felt it. It came up through my spinal cord into my fucking, um, the base yeah. of my brain. What's it, what's the base of your brain called? Cerebellum? Medulla oblongata. Whatever. It hit me here Medulla. first. Yeah, it hit me in the base of my, like at the base of my head, but at the top of my neck, in the back. It hit me right there. And then I was, and it just felt hot. And I was like, whoa. And I was like already in the middle of taking the other hit. And when I was hitting it, I could start seeing on my hands a bunch of dots, little speckles. What only can be described as eyes, but with no pupil, just kind of like the shape of an eye. And it was a bunch of them all over my hands. And then as I'm hitting it, I'm looking at the fire light up on the bowl. And then when I see the fire light up, I get a little bit lost in it. And then as I'm inhaling, I can start seeing like everything get trippy around me and everything slow down. And I can see my hands like doing the weird wavy thing and shit. And yeah, and then I was like, what the fuck? And then I exhaled. And as I exhaled, I leaned back and I was like, whoa. And I kind of like felt like all woozy and shit. And he's like, hit it again, dude. And I was like, all right. And as I hit it the last time, I already started blacking out a little bit. And he's like, when you, cause he told me, he's like, you're gonna straight black out. He's like, just lean, lay back and just relax. And sure enough, I hit it the third time and I gave him a pipe and I laid back. And then I just, honestly, I just remember just kind of like sinking into the fucking couch. And then I just felt like I was being pulled and then I just felt like this weird pressure. And then it was I just felt happy, blissful. And they even told me, they're like, dude, you had the biggest smile on your face. And I was like, I felt like I did. I was like, I don't know. And I, I just felt like, and they even told me, they're like, dude, we saw you straight going like that. Like if you were getting pulled up by your chest and shit. And I was like, that's what I felt like. Like I was being pulled from my chest and I was just being like, and then every single time I would breathe in, it would everything would slow down around me and then I passed out and then when I finally passed out I started having these weird visions of like weird primeval um because I when I was younger I used to have this weird dream where I would be running and there would be something chasing me but I would be in a war I would be a warthog and something would be chasing me and then a couple of years later when I was older I I was a like a fucking puma or something chasing a fucking <laughs> the warthog and I realized that that was my dream but I had you were the puma or the I was both when I was a kid I was the warthog but then when I was older and I had the dream came to me out of fucking nowhere I had forgotten about it and out of nowhere Wait. I had this weird dream and the hallucination and the hallucination you were a warthog no this was in my dreams when I was when I was younger, yes, yes. When I was a kid, I would have these weird dreams that I was the warthog being chased by an animal, 
and the animal would attack me and I would wake up in a panic in fear for my life because I would think that, you know, I was being attacked by this animal. And that, to me, it was it was just a shadow. I couldn't see what it was. And then later, like when I was older, like fucking years later, I had the same dream, random. You know, I had forgotten about this dream and it never came back to me. But then just on this one day, it came back to me. But this time I wasn't <clears throat> warthog. I was this bobcat puma creature. It was like big cat, you know. It wasn't a lion, I can tell you that, but it was like like a puma or something. And it was attacking the warthog and I shredded and in that moment when I had that dream when I was older, I shredded apart the warthog. And then I woke up. A boy becomes a man. I maybe. And then I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? That was the weird dream. And then it hit me in that moment when I woke up. I was like, that's sort of what, like, I remember when I was a kid, but weird. It was different. But then in this dream, it was kind of like that. Like, I would, ex- I was experiencing those same kind of primeval thoughts and when I was, when I passed out, you know? And then that, w- that only happened for a little bit. And then it changed into an empty white space. And then as I looked around, I started seeing weird geographical designs and colors and then I remember waking up and I was looking around and it was the roof of the garage and I felt like like I, got, I was cut short you know and then I remember when I when I came to they're like how you feeling and I was like I feel good and then I was like I'm talking to you right now in the background I was like facing outside right so I could see the sky just like this it was like dark just like this too and in in the sky, it was nighttime, you know? But in the sky to me, when I was just coming to, I could see, like, the weird grid pattern straight up, like, if I saw the Matrix. And that's what I even told him. I was like, I think I see the Matrix behind you guys. And, and then the guy told me, he's like, yeah, that's part of what you're going to see. And he's like, dude, does everything look like it's, it's moving or, like, swaying? And I was just like, a little bit, yes. How was it? And I was just like, it was good. I felt happy. <laughs> I felt blissful. And then it was scary. And then I came to, and they're like, yeah, this guy got it. And I was just like, I'm going to need your number because uh, this is going to happen again for sure. <laughs> but see, because he just gave me a little taste. It wasn't a lot, you know? And then when I actually, when I personally felt that I actually had a breakthrough with DMT was in my car. I was outside my house, same little bong that I had, right? And this time I bought the DMT for myself from his connect. He gave me a number. I was like, all right, cool. Got, got me some DMT. I'm going to hit this shit up real quick, put it in my bowl, pack my weed. And I was like, all right, cool. Then I, in a video I saw, it told me to layer it. So I put a base of weed, put the DMT, put some more weed. And there. I hit it because the thing was is like you weren't supposed to get like direct heat on the DMT you're supposed to what let it you you're not well you're not supposed to burn it is what they said you're, you want to you want to more vaporize it to get the better effects off of it at least in the video that I saw I don't know to be honest could maybe but we should try this I'm down to try this I am down to personally put myself on the line for science yeah, the guy. Oh, see, yes, one, once, I was with Josh, 
And that's the time that he panicked. It was, okay. Because I, I panicked. Okay, so it was weird. He didn't do No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But he was there with me. I was there when he did I panicked because... Okay. Because of what happened. Listen. Check it that, out. That day when that happened... It was the... A he, all, all, he, all he said was, Hey, Josh. I'm going to do some DMT. No, he didn't say that. He didn't even tell me that yet. He, 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 this was before he even... Like, this... He just texted me at, saying that he wanted to smoke. Right? But all he said was, Yeah, I'm about to get off work. I'm going to smoke a little bit if you want to hang. I was like, for sure. Oh, yeah. I just hit him up if he wanted to kick in the smoke. And then I see on his Snapchat a fucking ounce. An ounce oh, of weed. Yeah, I had to And some of them up. were moon rocks. And I was like, I'm gonna die. Because he didn't tell me that. Oh, he showed me. You spiked his drink? No, no, no. Moon I rocks. Have weed. Moon rocks are just a nug that's been dipped in THC oil. Yes. So it's like double effective. And I, I just told him if he wanted to kick it in smoke. But, you know, it, but I wasn't expecting to get the moon rocks either. Wait, but what did you see? What did they say? Okay, so check it out. So, that night, I just told Josh, like, all right, check it out, dude. I'm going to do this DMT. You're probably going to see me pass out. <laughs> I was but it's not, and I told him, I'm like, oh, yeah, because we were smoking already. We were smoking just weed, right? And I told him, all right, I'm about to do this DMT right now. Don't trip out. I'm going to pass out for a little bit. I'm going to come back, and I'm probably going to be seeing some shit, but just don't trip, because I'm going to be high as fuck. And I just told him, and if I hand you this this bomb, just, just take it from me and, you know, just make sure I, I don't have it when I pass out. So, this was my third time doing it. Yeah, and the reason why I'm saying I was so faded... Cause we were I, was, I was extremely faded. And I, then, I convinced him to smoke a blunt with me. Cause I had, I it wasn't, and it wasn't moon rocks. It was a, okay, it was a blunt that my my plug had given me. But the blunt, like he said, it was dipped in wax and it had key around it. So it was actually three times as potent than what he described. And it was an entire blunt like this big. And I had convinced him to smoke it with me because my connect had hooked me up and. I was like, dude, let's just light this shit up. I don't got a packet or nothing. We can just smoke this. So I had convinced him to take a couple of puffs off of it. And he took five puffs, which is actually some of, like, the most puffs that I had seen him ever take off a of blunt. And he took five pretty big puffs. And after the third one, he was dying. But I convinced him to take another two. Because I gave him water. Here's to friendship. Yes. And then so we were baked out of our minds. And out of fucking nowhere, he just goes, I'm going to do this I'm going to do this DMT. And I'm like, you're going to do exactly what? And he's like, well, this is what's going to happen. Yes. It's going to look like I died. And then it's going to look like I'm really happy. And then I'm going to come back And then to I'm going to come back after I die again. If that makes sense. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was panicking because I was like, a cop's going to roll die. up and he's going to OD or something uh, and I'm, I'm going to be stuck in this guy's car like trying to figure out what to do and if like anyone hits us like I'm sorry JB I'm not that strong I can't like pull you up before the car explodes funny. it's just funny I'm freaking out I'm freaking the fuck out because of that and then check it so again this is my third time doing it the first two times I did it I hadn't taken as big of a well I hadn't taken it in as confidently as I did when I took it in with Josh. And when I hit it when Josh was there, I hit the fucking shit out of it. You know what, Josh? 
I ripped it. I damn near cleared the whole bowl in that first hit. And that's where I fucked up. Because I started coughing. Mind you, again, this is my third time doing it. I started coughing and hallucinating at the same time. So at the point where you... Because again, I didn't finish telling you my first time that I had the breakthrough. Which was my second time doing it. That day that I had the breakthrough, I actually felt like I left my body. Felt like I was shot out of a fucking cannon into the fucking stratosphere and beyond. In a matter of seconds, like a beam of light, like in Dragon Ball, like if we just took off with beers and them. That's what I felt like. I just ejected out of my body and went straight into another fucking dimension. And I saw aliens, weird, geographically looking aliens and heads with a bunch of colors and designs. Straight up looks like that artwork that you see online. Not even gonna lie. Straight looks like that, but a lot harder to describe. And it's just a bunch of colors and patterns and then a bunch of information coming at you. If you go online, you can search up like DMT art and some of the some of the art that they do on there is pretty it's it's accurate it's fairly accurate to what you're gonna see but some of it's also harder to put into words but again this was the first time i did it where i felt like i got shot out of the cannon so it was in this phase where i started coughing when i was in the middle of blast off i started coughing and i didn't realize that i got a pain right here in my fucking shoulder when I coughed and I thought that it was the worst pain in my life and then I was just screaming cause Whoa. I was just like and then Josh was next to me he's and just he's reaching all, out yeah and I'm like dog it hurts and that's like all I can say because I'm like in the middle of fucking but he, all he what to me that looked what like he had this face on him this stupid face like uh, and he just he goes like that exactly like that but to me in my head in my head I'm telling Josh like Josh I need some help I'm in pain and then I leave my body pretty much at that point and then I come back and then there's a jester talking to me he followed me back from the fucking whatever dimension I was in he followed me back down to earth and he was chilling in the back seat, Josh. Well, Josh was in the front seat. He was directly behind Josh, but I couldn't see the fucking jester if I looked at him. So if I look like, if I'm looking at you, like I'm, see if, like, let's say Josh is a jester and I'm looking at you and you be Josh. I could see him. But then if I look at him, he's gone. So only I could see him out of my periphery. I'm like, like to his right. Oh. And the jester's like right here. Yeah, I'm like 45 degrees. Yeah. And the jester's like right here. So I'm looking at him like this, and I could see him in my periphery. But if I look at him, he's not there. I see an empty back seat. But I look at Josh, and he's there. And he's mocking me, and he's laughing at me. And he's whispering in my ear, telling me that Josh is scared for his life. He's panicking. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. And he told he's, he's laughing at me because... Josh is scared because of me and and he's telling me that why the fuck I don't I know this because sometimes I feel okay so this is another thing sometimes I feel like I'm fucking psychic for whatever reason I get these weird I wouldn't it get like deja vus sort of where I get in situations where I feel that I know what's gonna happen and it happens the way that I know what's gonna happen because I've experienced it before 
So that stupid jester was telling me that why don't I fucking know what the fuck Josh is going through and why can't I understand his thoughts if I'm fucking psychic? And the jester's telling me to use my psychic powers. And I asked Josh, I'm like, Josh, do you fucking see this motherfucker? And Josh is like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, there's a jester behind you laughing maniacally at me. And he's telling me that you're scared for your life. And that why don't I use my psychic powers to read your thoughts? And I was like, I'm fucking high as fuck. And he's all like, and he just had this weird look in his face because he's all like, "Ah, what, what, what the fuck is going on? Like, what are you talking about, you know? Completely lost and oblivious to my stupid delusions of DMT. And then slowly and surely that stupid gesture went away. And I was like, no, hold on, Josh. I'm going to go back out and see if I can find this motherfucker again. And I did. That was weird. And find him again. Yes. Found There's the no twist ending. Uh, there's no twist. I found the jester again, and we talked, and he laughed at me some more. And... No, I don't know. I'm not on DMT. <laughs> I don't normally see the jester. I only saw the jester on DMT. The jester only plays a part inside of... Jamie's psyche at yes. this moment. Yes, probably. Maybe I'm making fun of myself. It's not like, well, a lot of people. That I'm a lot of people think that when they're on it, they're seeing things that no one else can see, but that actually persists in the world. Because really. it feels more real than real. It feels yeah. like you're actually. It's there with you, even though it's not. So some people say that, well, if I take it, I can see him again. Yes. But it's it's. Yes, that's true, but also no. Because he's not, like, constantly, like, there. But when you're on it, you go... Because, like, of course, why wouldn't that Well, like I thing? said, no, well, to me, it felt like that motherfucker followed me from the other... From the other side, wherever the fuck I was at. And then he came back with me. And then he was laughing because he... Because he could see that Josh was scared, but I couldn't. That's what that motherfucker was... That's, like, the whole... The whole thing that I got out of it was he was fucking he was laughing at us. I was fucking scared. Yeah. I was beyond scared because he kept he was just laughing. He kept like reaching over and touching me. Because I wanted to I wanted to know that you know it was like my anchor point. Like I know that this is physically here. I can touch it. He was like grab and then he would like grab my hair and be like. Well, that was that was okay. Well, that was yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that was when I was in the euphoric state of it, cause that was when I had just barely first came back before the whole gesture thing started happening. I was, I was feeling really good and really happy and really like, fuck, I don't know. And I and his hair was like, I don't know, it was weird. It was calling my attention and I was touching it and it was fluffy. It was weird. But then that's when I noticed that that's why I noticed the gesture, because I was touching his hair, and then I looked. And then there he was, and he was laughing. And then that's when I was like, "What the fuck's this nigga laughing at?" It, whatever. It was just really scary to, to see that, because like, it's different. You know, I've never seen my friend look like that. So he was a mixture of terrified, so of pain. Nah, I was no. fine after a couple minutes. Yeah, it's DMT supposedly is, uh, well. The going theory is it's the chemical that releases only twice in your life. When you're born and when you die. Because it's the only way that your brain can cope with those two traumatic, like, 
life experiences. Yeah. So, so it really feels like, from what I've heard, is you die. You actually die. Your brain. Yeah, dies. you kind of feel scared at first. To All your go. senses go. It is a very scary feeling at first when when you're first passing out. You kind of don't want to let go, but trust me, when you when you let go, that's when you get that fucking cannon shot straight out of your fucking body. No lie, that's what it felt like. It was like beat me up, Scotty. Gone through. But it is it is a fairly scary moment feeling that. It, it time slows down. I'm telling you, when you're first feeling it, time <clears throat> slows down. Like every breath that you're taking feels like it's longer. Every every pause in between, each breath feels longer with every breath you take. And then you know that if you let go, the one thing that they made sure to tell me was focus on your breathing. Make sure that you continue breathing. And I was just like, all right. So when I hit it and I was feeling like I was letting go. I was just focusing on my breathing. And that's what I noticed, that every time I would breathe in and out, I would just be like, I would try to, like, for myself, I would try to make it as constant as I could. But you could still feel it. Like, it, it you know that you're within with your rhythm, mm-hmm. your proper rhythm, but it just feels like so much longer in between. It's weird. Your perception of time And I, I saw all of that happen on his face in the span of 10 minutes. On his face. <laughs> I passed out for like, what, two minutes? Yeah, and then he woke up and he was like, all right, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And then he does it again. It, but I actually did pack a fatter bowl the second time. And that's why I felt that I was able to spend more time with the gesture. I only saw him two, the two times. Didn't see him after that. Didn't see him before that. You seem to be very curious about certain aspects of hallucinogenics. Is there any specific reason here? My, my aunt is really into hallucinogenics. Just reading about him, because he was, he liked weed, but he felt like he was too anxious or. Well, I mean, it just depends. It depends. I would recommend getting used to the feeling of hallucinogens. I don't know if I personally would do it. It seems scary to lose all perception. Perception, Yeah, Yeah, some people, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I feel like it's a good thing to inform. Some people have a really bad time. It is. Like, yeah, I, I believe that it's important to tell people ahead of time. Because some people say, well, if you say negative things, negative things will happen. But no, some people... Sometimes you just have a bad trip. Yeah. It's facts. I've had a bad trip on mushrooms before. I got stuck I got stuck in a negative feedback loop within myself. It was a thought loop. A negative thought loop in my 
tricky, I guess you could say. But to be quite honest, getting stuck in that thought loop, it might have been torturous and nightmaric at the time that I was experiencing it. But I try to even tell myself the same thing that I told myself on asking. It's going to go away. This was on mushrooms. I was like, it's going to go away. It's eventually going to stop. It's. Wow, that's if you close your eyes. Oh, well, yes. Does it make it worse? Oh, yeah. Trust me. You start getting visuals. And then if you get it in a negative thought loop like I did, I was getting visuals of the negative thoughts that were going on in my head. So eventually, and then see that, and then what sucked was that I tried closing my eyes to avoid the thoughts to see if I can focus on something else, but it ended up making me focus more on that. That's when I started visualizing the thought. And then I opened my eyes and it felt like that visualization was now taking place like a blanket over the real world. And the thought was now being projected into the real world through the thought loop that I was stuck in. Like, I could see now the thought, even though my eyes were open to the world. But it was the same depth and resolution like when I had my eyes closed. It was weird. And that's when I, that's when I panicked. And I was, I got scared at that point. Not even lie. I thought I was going to go crazy. At that point, I was just like, damn, now I know how some of these motherfucking tweeter motherfuckers or the homeless dudes that are outside and just crazy yelling at shit in the street like now I know how these motherfuckers probably end how they see how or why they ended up like that like I, that's how I felt like I was gonna get stuck and I was just like fuck like I can't like this is not possible how the fuck is that gonna happen to me and that and I broke the thought loop with that I broke the thought loop but then the thought loop came back twice as fucking got again I got stuck for another fucking 20 minutes and I was just like okay and I and it got so bad to the point where I had I felt like I was having an anxiety attack I was sweating like I couldn't I had irrational irregular breathing it was I had like hot flashes constantly and I was just like fuck like there's no I can't I was trying to think my way out of it and I couldn't and it, it and then I finally like when I tried to think my way out of it, I got down to what I feel was the root of it all. Because the one singular thought that I could not break, which was the one that I felt was driving me crazy, was, this is what your greed gets you. And it just continuously playing in my head, this is what your greed gets you. And I was like, what the fuck is it? And then I, like afterwards, like I, eventually I, I stumbled my way into my house, or my car into my house. I threw myself on my bed and the thought loop was still going on but I was trying to like walk my way through the fucking thought loop eventually I didn't so I, I fell asleep even while the thought was going on but the next day when I woke up immediately when I woke up I realized what what that what the breakthrough was of the whole thing and that was what what I feel you can say was my breakthrough through the whole thing and it was pushing myself too far with all this that I've been doing. Yeah, definitely. That's what it felt like to me. Like, I, I, I never wanted to, well, I always thought about doing it, right? I did the shrooms at one time. And it was like a bittersweet experience for me, you know? I had this 
really scary, paranoid vomit adventure for like three, almost four hours. Yes, I was there. And then after after that, it's like I, I figured out the singularity. We're all one. In this, you know, my brain just went like, we're all one. Everything is connected through these fractal lines and layers. <laughs> yeah. Is that right there? <laughs> nice. She's waiting, dude. <laughs> but yeah, it, and it was like, whoa. <laughs> I, I get it now. And as soon as that happened, it was like that fucking the ending of Evangelion. We're like, yeah, congratulations, you did it. And I'm just like, oh, I figured it out. And then everyone who was there was like, oh, he, he did it. Like, he finally figured it out. And they brought out sparklers. Yeah. They brought us and then we and then we uh, we clothed him, gave him warmth. It was a straight up like shamanic ritual. Did you carry him half naked through a wading pool? No, nah, that would have been dope though. We that would have been dope. We, yeah, there was a chicken coop though. And then there was a pool of vomit. <laughs> 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 All right, Josh. Yeah. I told bad. him too, because he was gonna vomit, and I told him, I'm like, to be quite honest, even if you vomit, it's not gonna make it any better, but it definitely isn't gonna get worse, right? Because you might be digesting them, but you're not gonna continue to digest them because they're gonna come back out. So you're not gonna get have a higher trip than where you are now, but even that trip's probably gonna last a while, and it did. And he had, he, he said that he had a a very bad time but after it all lessons worth remembering mm-hmm. I would agree so yes um, definitely worked out some shit while I was there the thing is the whole thing you have to be in the moment the whole time yeah. your brain you kind of gotta let it go your brain goes stop trying to control it that be was, in the moment that was my problem too that's why I threw up is cause I didn't even they, even they told me that I was talking to them, oh, this is how I manage weed when I get a little too high with weed. I just focus on controlling it so that I can feel better, and it's worked. And they're like, control it? Why control it? It's because it, it's getting too, it's like, too intense. Too intense, and it's like, so just let it happen then. And I was like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to do that. And then Nate's words in my head were like, if you feel like you're too high, accept the highness as a new reality and go with it. And what he told me always was, no matter how bad it gets, just remember it's going to end eventually. It will. So just have that playing in your head knowing that you're going to be fine because it's going to end. So both of those were like ringing in my head and finally like hit me. You know, because I, I do feel like sometimes... When things are out of my control, I still fucking spring towards them. I'm like, oh, I'm tenacious as fuck. I'll get through there. I don't care. And that's just how I've always handled adversity and stuff like that. Um, and now it's like, after I, I saw that and, and, re- and realized that, I was like, well, a lot of things just stop being so annoying. A lot of things just stop being important. Wow, that's almost a clean slate of things that I that I now 
care and don't care about it. Uh, <laughs> and I talked to Groot. I talked to Groot. I talked to Groot. <laughs> and I went up to Groot, and he was waving jazz hands at me, and he goes, I am Groot. <laughs> right? Oh, no, no, he just said like that. Like, as I asked him, why are you waving your hands at me? And he goes, Jazz hands. Yeah, why are you doing jazz hands at me? He goes, I'm Groot is the only thing I know how to say. Like that. <laughs> and I'm like... It's like a family guy? Like, yeah, yeah. This is the... And I was like, of, why are you explaining that shit to me? I already know that. Like, if it actually... There's an Iron Man firework. <laughs> so accurate. Harley, you're so... But yeah, it's, it's never but, again though, right? No, I'm never gonna do that again. It's because <laughs> it was the. It's almost necessary. You have to pass through that. The way that your mind handles that though depends on entirely on the way that you, or the circumstance that you take it under. That's why they always say be comfortable, be with people that you trust in a safe environment that you feel at ease in. Because um, you're gonna wanna lose some stuff. Yeah. Even if you don't, even if you don't want to. You're gonna. The mushrooms are gonna take it there, and they're not gonna let up. Yeah. So you have to be completely confident in yourself. Yeah. And they, and in, in a way, even the mushrooms help help you get there. If anything, that's what I would say. I would believe so as well. Because they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get you there, one way or another. You're like he says, you're gonna try to fight it. You're gonna try to control it, but you might want to guide it the other way, saying you don't want to go there. But I'm telling you. Well, the thing about it is, when you're fighting it, you're gonna have bad. It, it's telling you, like, if you want to <coughs> fight me, I'm gonna show you. If you want to fight me, fight me. But I'm gonna show you that you're not even fighting yet. You're still lying to me that you're gonna fight me, and then it just goes boom, 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 right in your face. And it won't stop until you finally go, okay, fine, 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 fine. All right, what do you want? What do you want? You're going to say that this happened like this? Okay, All right. fine, it happened like that. Yeah. And you admit it to yourself. It makes you come to terms with certain stuff. Maybe stuff that you you don't even know that you're lying to yourself about. Like, I've had personal, in-depth experiences as such, where... I felt that, you know, in certain situations and circumstances, maybe I was in a certain position, like let's say in the right, when in reality, maybe I was the initial reason I was trying to hurt me, perhaps, shit like that, but you don't even see it that way, but you've been lying yourself, and they reveal that to you. I've had that experience, yes. Yeah, it's definitely, it takes you a minute to give control to your actual psyche to finally go like, okay, where are we actually going? Go on a trip. <laughs> yes. Yes. But again, sometimes you have really great times where you maybe not, maybe you don't have any issues going on in your life. Maybe you've already worked through all your problems. And now you're just having a really wonderful time, like he says, where you feel that you're in a singularity, you're at one with everything. And the reason why you feel that way is because there's no turmoil within you. Everything is balanced. You feel 
that you know you can handle anything that bad that's coming your way and everything that's good in your life you feel thankful for and there's not one thing that maybe you don't feel you've earned in a way or worked your way to have versus when you've got issues that you haven't worked through and again these experiences bring you to terms with those issues that maybe are underlying and you're not really trying to address at certain points in time and it makes you address them versus when you already address these issues and you're just at peace with yourself and you have these euphoric experiences where you can see these visualizations and colors and patterns and feel the oneness Because you said Iron Man, what other ones were there? I saw Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> oh, Lion King. Oh, wow, yeah, she's not joking. Yeah. You gotta be, like, right here, dude. You gotta be right here. <laughs> There's Mickey Mouse. I am still seeing Lion King. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Yes, you see it. Yeah, I told you. Oh, my God. I thought I was crazy. (laughs) Oh, that's the Cheshire Cat. Wait, what? No, that's a wizard. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's a wizard. Okay, I thought it was a Cheshire Cat. It's definitely a wizard. From Anastasia. (laughs) No Fantasia. Like the death ball explosion. Oh, yeah! He's not joking! It's <laughs> actually the death star explosion! Whoa! That's like a ballerina or something, right? Like, I don't know, I feel like Disney's stepped it up. <laughs> that was two death star explosions. Technically, everything looks like an explosion. Those are nipples. It's the hassle. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it looks dope. <laughs> 2000.